Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Microsoft Innovative Educator Spotlight Series podcast. This is episode nine. Hello, everybody. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today, and welcome to our podcast. Today, we're going to be talking to a very special educator from the country of Sweden. He's an ICT strategist who really deals with district-level decisions, working with professional development, and working to make sure that his district has visually rich data in order to not only assess but drive the education in his school district. You can't miss this episode. It is going to be fantastic. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out to this and be a part of all of our podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Reach out to Microsoft over at Microsoft underscore EDU and at OneNote EDU. And, of course, please subscribe to all of our shows on iTunes and YouTube over at TeacherCast.net slash M-I-E audio and M-I-E video. And welcome back. We are still booming over the success of our Skypeathon that happened two weeks ago, November 29th and 30th. We are looking for educators out there who participated in the Skypeathon to reach out and share with us their experiences, maybe their photos, their videos. We want to know what happened with your class in the Skypeathon. You can, of course, email all that information to me over at feedback at teachercast.net. We would love to share it here on our show. And, of course, on the Microsoft Network. Of course, there's other great ways that you can do so. You can head over to education.microsoft.com forward slash Skypeathon. Reach out. Tell us your stories. We would love to hear from you. And we would love to see all the great things that are happening in your classroom. We also like it when you reach out on the first and third Tuesdays of every single month. On the first Tuesday, we have the OneNote Q tweet meet. And on the third Tuesday of every month, we have the at M-S-F-T EDU chat. That's the Microsoft EDU chat. That's the first and third Tuesdays of every month. It happens twice. So 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time. Check that out. The first and third Tuesdays of every single month. My guest today is a teacher of K-12 and ICT strategist at a school in Sweden. He's also passionate about technology-enriched learning, and he is working on a project called Power BI, an interactive data and visualization program. And he's here to talk to us today all about the great things that's happening in his Microsoft innovative education world. I want to bring on the show today Mick Helgren. Mick, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm perfectly fine, Jeffrey. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. I've uh, browsed through not all your YouTube clippings, but a a lot of them. And uh, I see that this will be a great great time together. I'll have loads of fun describing what we do. I'm not a teacher at a specific school, but I'm uh, the ICT strategist at, uh, at the district, on the district level. So, Mick, as an ICT strategist at your district level, I know you're working with something called Power BI. Tell us a little bit about this program. The Power BI is a means for us to visualize data. And uh, we've had some issues with this before because we used used to be working with, uh, uh, you know, Microsoft Excel or or, uh, programs that couldn't show us the the data that we needed to see. We just had to browse through everything. We have to browse through columns and we had to manufacture a lot of uh, charts by ourselves. So we let the, pretty much we let the principals and the teachers try to analyze the data of their schools and the results of schools um, hands-on. So they had to collect all the data and they had to produce all the information by writing and uh, setting, setting uh, the 
the pie charts and uh, the, the diagrams. And then all the time was consumed. So when instead of, instead of working with uh, reflecting upon the materials that they found, they worked instead with just gathering the information that they needed and then tried to visualize the information that they needed. And, and when they were done, they didn't have time to reflect upon what they saw. And is Power BI something that a teacher would use in a classroom level, or is this something that is going to be used more at a district level by administration? No, the Power BI would, in the beginning, would be used by the district level, by the administration. And then later on, the teachers will start using it because this is something that they it comes for free within the Office 365. And it's uh, pretty simple to uh, to work with if you just have the basic knowledge of how to use uh, Excel or how, how to use uh, or format data in Excel. Uh, and I would see that in the future that the... Uh, in the future, that the teachers would use Power BI to visualize, uh, for instance, climate change or uh, weather phenomenons, or um, if they are interested in sports, they would use it to to graphically show the kids how many gold medals or uh, bronze medals or silver medals a specific country won during a sp- specific uh, event. Those options are available for for teachers. So, um, in the beginning, I'd say on the district level to to spot uh, important challenges at school level and then later on for teachers to use in education. And now I can see here that uh, this is a, a robust system here that's visual. Um, I'm assuming this being a Microsoft product, this works well on tablets with touchscreens just as well as it does on a, on a normal desktop with a keyboard and mouse. Yes, it works on everything. Just as long as you have a browser, you would be able to visualize the data uh, as you please. You can use it on the, on the Mac or iPad or phone or Android, just any means necessary. This is totally platform-free. Just feel free to browse through it. Uh, I've, uh, well, while we are working with this, we work either on the with the um, with a download. You, you can download a client, or you can use it online. And but then the results are visible for everyone that can can you, you know, uh, can browse the internet. And what what kind of data do you find is useful? What is this tracking in your school district? So what we're tracking now, we're tracking, uh, we're tracking grades and we're tracking attendance and we're tracking how pleased the students and the parents and the teachers are with their, uh, at their schools or with their education. And we can also be tracking, uh, we could be tracking economics or we could be tracking uh, pretty much anything that we could measure. We could measure uh, if the teachers would be using exit tickets. We could gather that information as well and use that for uh, either the teacher himself or for the uh, principals in order for them to ask the proper questions. So I see that the information here also is, you know, not only desktop tablet based, but app based as well. Is this just so I'm understanding here, is this a platform that the students could also input stuff or is the data coming straight from a teacher's grade book or um, other sort, you know, you had said Excel. Is this only coming from a teacher's vantage point, or is this? No, no. There are many means of of uh, gathering information from the students. While when I'm working at, with this tool from a district level, I use the systems that we have that hoards the information from from the school. But 
uh, typically a teacher could use uh, either forms or he could use Excel survey to gather this information or he could could in fact design his own he could design his own app uh, and with that app fill a SharePoint server or, or a SharePoint file and then use the SharePoint file to fill up uh, the Power BI and visualize the data that he has. Uh, we're as as we're working now, we're trying to understand how to just create that app. How can we help a teacher to create an app that uh, gathers information about how well the students comprehended the uh, the content of the lesson, how well they prepared themselves before it, and how well they understood when it was delivered to them or when they worked together at this uh, with this uh, information that they they got. So I think the options of gathering information are they seem to be uh, almost endless. So we're we're talking here about uh, Power BI. You can find more information over at powerbi.microsoft.com. And you know, I'm looking here at this robust platform. I would assume that this is a, a system that once a district decides that they want to use it and, and, and take advantage of the tools, this would then uh, lock into their uh, student information system? How does, how does it do the, the marriage between the Microsoft platform and the school district data? There are many ways of gathering the information from our systems. Either you can just set it up manually and you can you can harvest information as you feel uh, that you, that you need to do, and just put it in Microsoft Excel. It's fairly simple. Or you could do this by by connecting uh, different services to the Power BI system. I think there are fifty or sixty different ways of connecting information from uh, to Power BI. I, I, we've been talking a lot about this, and I'm sure teachers out there have a question as far as what is this, how does it work? Mick, would you be able to give us a quick demo? I would, please. So I'm sure that many of you have seen school data represented like this uh, as uh, a chart in Microsoft Excel or a CSV list or something else that's kind of tricky to understand. It's hard to visualize and it's hard to compare uh, how the results change over the years. And what we've done is that we've just cleaned a data file like this up and then put it into Power BI and instead we get this. We get an image that we could filter down depending on school or uh, or age or uh, when we gathered the data. And what you see now in front of you are the are the grades for all the students given to uh, for all the students in Sandviken. And this is the actual uh, visualization that we share with our school leaders, policymakers, and uh, teachers. And typically, what would happen is that we we gather some new data and we publish it in Power BI, and we tell the school leaders that now there there is some new data. Please look through it. Uh, on your own or together with your teachers and trying to analyze what you need to focus on at your school. And the math teacher, for instance, he would probably uh, filter this down. He would probably begin at looking at San Vikan's total levels and then he would just find his own school and he would spot the mathematics and he will look into the mathematics and he could see how many how many students got the top grade and how many got the, the bottom grade. And he could also spot for trends and he could see how the the uh, the merits develop over time 
But since we also collect data about how the kids feel that they could influence their school or influence their education, uh, we could also gather uh, gather that information and let that information uh, be analyzed by the the school leader and the teachers together. So pretty much same same thing would happen here. Uh, the the school leader would identify his own challenges and he would try to discuss this with teachers or perhaps with with the students and see what needs to be done in order for them to improve the well-being at school for instance we know that there are differences in how we uh, how we grade uh, boys and girls and in order for us to to make that clear for everyone so that we could could speak about it and discuss it openly and with a, in a constructive fashion, if we can show it like this, th these are the grades uh, given in, in um, uh, 12 and 13 years old in, in English, math and, and Swedish. We could then see how uh, the big the differences are and discuss what do we need to do about this. This was kind of tr kind of tricky before. We couldn't just go ask the boys and girls, but now we know for fact uh, what differences there are. And as we can see in, in math, uh, there's a there's a difference between girls and boys, and we can also see a negative trend. Um, so the visualization of this fact doesn't make it make it easier to solve, but it makes it easier to spot uh, whatever challenges we have. And since we can do it on a on the level at at the um, district level like this, or we could just move into the to the group level, we can see that some schools are more uh, challenged than others, and some are less challenged than, than others. And, and possibly, it would be a good idea to connect the, the uh, these schools and see if, what we can learn from each other. So, pretty much, Power BI is the transition from this to uh, to this, and for us, it feels like a small miracle. Mick, I got to tell you, that looks fantastic. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to share that with us. And again, if you guys are looking out there for more information, you can, of course, visit powerbi.microsoft.com. It is a free platform if you're using the Office 365 uh environment and i certainly hope you have a chance to try that out today mick one last time where can we find you if we have any questions and need some troubleshooting you would find me at twitter of course or on facebook just feel free to add me or you can even you can send me an email if you want to that would be wonderful i'd be happy to oblige and happy to help we have a small power bi group at facebook and if we could add some more teachers to that group that would be wonderful so just search for power bi in school, I'll try to translate that to uh, English later on. Nice. Well, of course, make sure we have all those links over in our show notes. This is, of course, episode nine, and you can find everything over at teachercast.net slash MIE Spotlight. Mick, I want to switch gears a little bit here. Talk to us a little bit about the MIE program over in Sweden. Well, the MIE program in Sweden uh, is a really powerful group of teachers uh, meeting regularly uh, together with Microsoft, and we're just sharing good, uh, good examples of how to use technology to enrich the student life. Uh, how can we use technology to drive 
drive education further? How can we set up collaboration more? How can we use collaboration as a tool for us to share the good examples that we have uh, uh, from district to district in Sweden? Uh, we are really good at, at uh, using computers in Sweden and using computers for education. And we are driven to have one a computer for every student at our district in sound weekend we have had that for a few years we have one uh, one computer for every student from the first grade at school when they're you know six or seven years old until they leave at high school when they're 19 years old so they have their own computers and i think that that would be the setting uh in in the entire sweden in just a few years from now and what we do as uh, uh together with microsoft is that we try to just share the good examples that we have and make sure that more teachers get more ideas of how to use this technology in order for us to enhance learning and empower the students and talk to us a little bit about how in your role as the ic teach strategist what is Microsoft applications doing to enhance the learning in your school district? How do you see teachers using these applications? Well, we have Office uh, Office uh, 365, and we have the entire suite online. Uh, everything is open, and everything is just turned on. So we let the stu- we let the students and the teachers try out what they need and how they can use it. What we're trying to uh, there are a few behaviors that we would like to see more. We'd like to see more that we share uh, information rather than that we send it. And we'd like to see more collaboration when we, so that we can build the documents and build the presentations and build the, build the data and build wiki-like uh, structures for the teachers. We work a lot with programming and our own code. That's a wonderful thing to do. And, and uh, a thing that we see evolving now or, or, uh, being spread more is the OneNote uh, class notebook. That's a really powerful tool that we can see that the teachers, they seem to be diving into it and they're sharing it with each other and they're sharing it with the students. And that part is wonderful because we need we need our kids to be learning uh, at any time, at any place, uh, with any whom. Uh, we think that uh, the Office 365 and the OneNote class notebook are really good tools for that. And, and talk to us a little bit about professional development. I mean, we, we, we've hit this subject quite often on this uh, very podcast here of different ways to train small groups of teachers, large groups of teachers. Now, you had just mentioned that you, you're hoping that OneNote class notebooks start to grow a little bit here. What does your school district do as, as, uh, when it comes to professional development and teacher training? We gather the teachers at, uh, we have teach meets and we share good examples. We have groups of um, highly motivated teachers, you know, the, the early adopters, they're already uh, using this materials. And we, we try to make sure that they have opportunities to share so that they meet their peers and that they can be peer coaches. And what we hope to see in Sandvik is in, in, in a in a more systematic approach is that we have peer coaches working regularly to make sure that everyone gets an opportunity not to be at one district set level, but to for themselves identify where they would like to be and find a colleague who they can trust to take them there. So that would be peer coaching for us. I I love the idea of collaboration and I love the idea of how the MIE program certainly has helped to make the world a lot smaller of a place and really bring these teachers together. And, 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 
you know, I know you had said earlier that you had a chance to listen to some of our podcasts. It is that time, Mick, where we offer an opportunity for, for, for MIE such as yourself to be spotlighted in a segment that we call the MIE Spotlight Challenge. Are you interested in taking our challenge today, Mick? I'm good to go. All right. So uh, let's start with the basic questions here. And again, they, they get harder as we go here. Question number one is, how does Office 365 help your teachers provide amazing lessons for their students? Everything's there. They have all the puzzles, uh, the pieces of the puzzle that they need. They have everything from uh, the notebook that never disappears and it's, it works on every platform. doesn't matter where you are and, uh, or what you prefer to use in means of technology. Office 365 works. So that's it. And the second question we have here is, is more personal. What makes the MIE program so special for you? It, it gives me an opportunity to, to meet excellent teachers uh, who are friendly, who uh, share without, uh, they, they share what they know just in order for me to improve my, my, my own teaching skills. And I feel that they use the term expert very, very politely or nicely. They don't seem to be experts in in a way that they try to be above. They're just experts because they've learned that there are many more things to to know or the possibilities of learning are endless. So I feel that the experts of MIE are just very humble, polite, and nice people that likes to share. I, I love that answer. I absolutely love that answer. Um, okay, now they're going to get a little harder here, and I, I, I'm going to need you to translate some of these here as it pertains to your your individual position here. But the, the next question is, why are your kids awesome, or why are your students awesome? But maybe we can translate that into why are your principals awesome, or why is your school district awesome? How would you like to translate that question for yourself? Since I'm a teacher now, uh, but, but teaching the principals of our schools, I'd say that the principals and the school leaders and the preschool leaders that I meet, they're awesome because they know that change and development isn't an option. We're in this together. Uh, we have the digital means of transforming our society. And probably Sandviken is... We're producing steel in Sandviken. And probably... We have to produce other stuff than steel in Sun Weekend in the future. We have to produce steel that works in this. Uh, we have to produce uh, apps. We have to produce uh, programming. We have to produce uh, code. We have to produce uh, kids that love this, that love technology and are innovative and um, feel safe while working with technology. So... Our principles are awesome when they understand that we're just in the beginning. Now, the next question here is kind of personal. What is the best teachable moment you've ever had? It's a long story, but I'll make it short. Uh, it, was, it was a student a few years ago that had been skipping out school. And when she returned, uh, I had her in English. And since she was gone for a very long time, I had nothing to evaluate. And my instinct as a teacher was to, to uh, fail her, to tell her that she had failed the course. But she started to, uh, 
she started to approach me in the hallways and in the classroom and and she asked me if I've checked my my YouTube lately and I hadn't it uh, I discovered that she had shared a YouTube file with me, a video that she had made, and uh, this was a few years ago, where she made an astonishing movie review of a haunting in, I think, I'm sorry about the name, a haunting in Las Vegas, perhaps. I don't know the name of the movie. And uh, she had used the power of YouTube and the power of peers to produce a movie where she really showed me what she knew and how she had learned to communicate. And and, uh, that was the most awesome experience of my my teaching career. Of course, it made me cry. And I understood that I knew nothing about this lady and I knew nothing about the way she learned. And it was a game changer for me. From that moment on, I had to ask her first and ask the students first, are there any more ways that you could share this information with me? Could you please, uh, could you use uh, PowerPoint or could you use YouTube or could you use any other means of, of presentation, of presenting your work for me? I, I Perhaps love I could do. No, no, no. I, I, I love those stories. I, I love asking that question here, but I, I've got one more for you because I know you're deep in thought about all this now. And there's a lot of teachers that are out there that are maybe intimidated by Office 365. There's, uh, there's a lot of moving parts and they don't really know where to go, but maybe they're in a district that is basically saying, here's your lesson plans, go teach using Office. What advice do you have for those teachers who are getting started with Office 365, with OneNote, forms, calendars, everything? What advice do you give those new teachers? They need to start sharing what they do. They need to start sharing how they success and how they fail. And they need to find peers who work with the same stuff as they do. And they would find those peers on on Twitter, on uh, the Microsoft Educator Network, or they would find them on Facebook. But find peers and start sharing fails and successes instantly. You know, I love that answer. Share your successes and your fails. And, uh, you know, we always say here in our country, failure means what? First attempt in learning. And uh, I love those answers. Uh, Speaking all day today with Mick Helgren from Sweden. Mick, where can we go to find out more information and connect with you and, uh, and, and see what you're up to these days? If you would like to connect with me, you would find me on Twitter. It's at Mick Helgren. So at Mikhelgren, or you would find me on Facebook. So feel free to add me there, and I will be happy to help out with anything I can. And again, I want to say a big thank you to Mick. What an amazing educator out there doing the right thing for his students, making sure that his district is set up, and providing an amazing resource for all educators around the world. There's, of course, several great ways that you can connect with us and be a part of this show. You can, of course, find me on on Twitter, at TeacherCast, and all the Microsoft channels over at Microsoft underscore EDU and at OneNote.edu. All of our shows are going to be housed over on TeacherCast.net slash M-I-E Spotlight you can find the entire first season check it out today and please subscribe to our audio and video channels download your favorite episode over at teachercast.net slash mie video 
and MIE Audio. Again, we're looking for some great things that happened in your classroom during the Skypeathon. Email me over at feedback at teachercast.net. We would love to hear from you. And if you'd like to be a part of this show, you can leave me a voice message at teachercast.net slash voicemail. I promise you, anybody that does that, we will be able to play the audio on this show. I want to hear about the great things happening in your classroom. One last time, big thank you to Mick, and thank you out there to you for checking out our show. On behalf of everybody at Microsoft Education and the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students.